as you can see, if you're watching on video, we are here at my house, or if you want to get technical, my apartment. And I spent the day at home today working from my computer, basically right here where you're seeing. And I was thinking about a million things. I saw my good friend Brady put his E90 M3 up for sale. And I was like, dude, he just finished that car. I know he just did like fully custom seats. He did. There was a lot that he did. And I was like, wait, why is he selling it? And then beyond that story, I started thinking to myself, I'm like, maybe he's getting an F80 M3 or maybe he's getting a Porsche. So it got me thinking about what do I want next for my car? And I started questioning on my Instagram story. I posted something like, should I get an F80 M3? And I was considering it. I was looking at some this morning and I, I don't know. It's hard to say because let's just, let's just start off from the bat. The E92 M3 is my favorite car. I would say the E90 M3 is like my, one of my top favorite cars. I love the four-door. But for my business sake, for my channel's sake, for everything else in between, I kind of feel like the F80 would be a proper way to go only because I feel like I could speak from experience. I could be like, oh, I owned an E90 for two years. I owned an E92 for a year and a half. And then, oh, I own an F80 now. Because then I can give more of an opinion on the, the V8 versus, you know, the, the six-cylinder and force induction versus, you know, the, the NA motor I have. And then be able to really be more well-rounded of like an M3 enthusiast. But at the same time, it's like, does F80, do F80s really have the soul? And they don't. I know a lot of people are like, you're going to lose that steering. You're going to lose that connectivity, being connected to the car. You're going to lose so much that the E90 offers, the E92, the chassis itself, that you're like, I don't know if I want to go that route because I'm so used to like the raw feeling of the car. But at the same time, I just want to know. So just to start off the podcast real quick, if you guys can, if you if you follow me on Instagram or preferably here on YouTube, comment below and just let me know your, your thorough thoughts to give me more input. I appreciate just like two minutes of your time to comment below and give me input, whether you're an owner, you've owned one, or um, you have any kind of input on it. So I'm just trying to get more ideas as far as what people would want to see on my YouTube channel and on my Instagram and all my social media. I just don't. Dude, I don't know, man. I love, love, love my E92. And I think before I start these podcasts, I should turn off my TV. <laughs> There's like a science channel on right now, and it's it's like, it's like called Strange Evidence. I've never seen this show. I don't ever watch TV, but my new place I just moved into, it, it comes with it. You have to pay for cable TV. And I'm like, I don't watch cable, dude. I watch YouTube, which tonight I'm going to watch, I think, over 10 episodes of RDB LA. I watch all their YouTube videos usually at once. I wait like two months and then watch all of them. And then same with like a couple other people. Uh, I just caught up on Max Tuning. I got to watch Christian Guzman and a bunch of other people. But besides that, I'm I'm just kind of trying to figure out what's the next step for, for me personally uh, as far as what car I buy. And sure, going to a GT3 RS would be great. Um, I'd really love a 991.2 in green. Uh, that's my background on my phone and my computer. But... That's a, that's a $200,000 car. So if I were to go try to finance one, the bank would be like, yo, you need like 50% down. And I'm not trying to spend that kind of money. I I just don't think it's worth it right now. But I don't know. I just I, I feel like becoming a better, well-rounded person 
when it comes to being an M3 owner, owning an F80. One of my friends, John, was like, dude, go rent one for a weekend and see what you think. And I think that's probably what I'm going to do. So, um, yeah, like I said, if you have any input, comment below and let me know what you think about an F80 M3. I, I just, I don't know. I don't like the sound, but I love the fact that it's luxurious. I love the fact that it's four-door. I love the look. You can fit, I think, a 305 on the rear. Um, you can get huge horsepower, which I haven't had a fast car in a long time. My last fast car was a Subaru STI that was stage two plus, and that was fun, but that didn't feel like a grown-up car, if that makes any sense. And I don't know. I want I want something that suits me, and I think going from an E92 to an F80 would be right. I just can't. I don't like the sound, but I know um, there's a place on the East Coast where they did a single turbo, and I know there's like an X pipe you can do or like a single pipe or something where it makes the car sound so much better. It makes the car actually sound good. So I'm looking into that. So if I were to get an M3 and F80, what exhaust would you recommend? What setup? And how, how would you build it? So I'm I'm just putting the feeler out there. I'm I'm sitting here in my house like... I need help. I need help from other people that either own one or they think they, they have an opinion on one or they have input. I think that's just the best way to go is asking you guys because I hope that my content brings you value. And moving forward, what would you like to see on my YouTube channel, on the podcast, on you know everything in general, um, only because I'm, I'm preparing to hopefully go into this next stage of my YouTube career. Uh, there's a lot more that I want to do that I feel bad about because I've been kind of lazy uh, with the whole pandemic and everything going on. It just kind of threw everything into a different route where I backed off YouTube a ton and I lost a lot of motivation. Um, I took care of my health, which was good, but I want to go do more feature films on everything, whether it's a Porsche or Lambo or something else other than BMW, but also do F80 content. And I think that's the, that's a route I want to go. I just have to get a little push from, I think from some people and um, see if the demand is there. Cause I really miss making videos and uh, I enjoy running my agency, my, my marketing company. But I think that that is a whole different thing. I want to go into something that I'm, pa I'm very passionate about, which is making videos and doing photography and, and filming interviews on cars and doing podcast stuff where I don't necessarily go after the money sake i just do it because i really really i really enjoy it it makes me happy so one thing with a single person podcast you like lose your breath a lot because you're talking so much so i'm just trying to trying to figure out the setup and i have these studio lights on me which is hot in here so uh, if you can bear with me as i hopefully grow this setup of doing a podcast by myself and hopefully having people over to come on the podcast you know if you live in irvine or if you live in orange county hit me up be cool to have some people come by and hang out. I have my racing simulator here, which is fun. And I just recently, if, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm pretty transparent. I share a lot about my affiliate marketing and a lot about kind of, uh, I guess, investments that I make. And I recently just uh, put up a good chunk of money for a company that I've owned for a long time. This is kind of the first first talk about it is I own a, a certain company that some of you guys will know if you're OGs here where I was just slacking for years. 
I had a supplier that didn't work out. I had two suppliers that didn't work out. And finally, um, my landlord, Manny, he does some work with this person and they gave me a referral and I was like, let's just do it, man. Uh, you know, affiliates been good. So I took a lot of money from that to reinvest it. And yeah, that's really it right now. I mean, I have a lot on my plate. But I'm excited. I think it's a good thing. I think having pressure under your feet, it makes you perform. And one th one thing I've operated the best on is creative pressure, where you have no choice but to push in a creative direction, whether it was making YouTube videos or doing podcasts. And someday it just clicks. And like today it clicked for me. I'm like, dude, start filming podcasts at the house. All you need is a 30-minute segment of your whole entire day just to talk about something about cars or life or business that hopefully one of you guys, they're getting value or entertainment or education out of this. And uh, hopefully when you see my new company go live, you're willing to uh, buy something from it. So we'll see. I don't know. We're, I have so many people asking me about affiliate marketing courses and making a course on that, which I probably will. I'm not sure when. And then also I'll do uh, my new company when it launches. I'll definitely be doing a post on Instagram and Facebook and 100% on my YouTube channel and here on the podcast. But yeah, I mean, that's just kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, motivation's kind of been up and down with the pandemic, but I'm here. You know, I'm cranking away. My team's doing well. We just signed four new clients this week for social media. Um, we ha we lost one or two, which is kind of tough, but that's expected as we kind of go through these valleys and peaks of the, the pandemic. And, you know, it's okay, though. I I'm staying calm, and I think the best thing you can do in business is stay calm during hard times, and the less emotion, the better, the, the quicker that you can react on hiring, firing, moving, shifting, budgeting. There's a lot that goes into business that I think a lot of people don't see is that, you know, if you're working nine to five, there's no problem with that. If you go in, collect a paycheck to your thing, feed your family and you're good, there's nothing wrong with that. I did that for, you know, seven or eight years. But when I started my company, you start to fall in the play of like, dude, when you wake up, you got to go do stuff. You have to go make money and you have to go perform or else you're not going to be able to pay your bills. And that's the hard part is how do you get people to pay you money to do stuff? You know, you have to go find out not only how to make money, but you have to find something that you enjoy. Cause if you're going to go out there and try to try to just do something for money, you're going to get burnt out and you're going to realize this is, this is not for me. I don't want to do this. And then the next thing you know, you, you don't know what else to do. You're just making money, but you're not happy. So life is too short to not do, I think exactly what you want. And I feel like doing these, the content creation of audio, video, written, and everything in between will take me to where I want to go um, because I just, I don't know. I was slacking for a long time and I didn't like it. But today we're going to feature a very special car. I wanted to give a big shout out to my friend Eric on Instagram. He's over in Germany and I have slacked on this for a while. I do apologize, Eric, but... I wanted to say thank you to Eric, first of all. I really do appreciate you taking the time to send me an email with all the photos of your car being built, the mods on it, the information, even like the VIN number. You sent me a lot of information that I really do appreciate. And I'm sorry it took so long to feature it. We just kind of had a wave, a dip in the podcast. And uh, I was looking at your emails today. I'm like, I cannot wait any longer to feature this car in the podcast. So without further ado, let's get straight into the first feature of the day, man. 
This is on a different level. If you like M3s and you like race cars, this is probably one of the craziest M3s you'll ever see. So this is a, God, it's so much. This is a 2010 E92 M3, and he kept the car completely stock for a long time. Sure enough, after, I'm sure, seeing cars at the ring, he sent it off to Team Shermer and do a full V8 GT build in 2018. So this is relatively recent, two years ago. Um, he built it for full track use. It's street legal, race legal, and has TUV for road registration and FIA homologation for racing on everything. So he can go pretty much to any track and drive it on the street, which is insane. I don't think I can put this picture I'm looking at right now because it's from Shermer, which is awesome. I will do uh, everything in my best to keep it confidential because I know with Shermer, they're a racing team that they keep a lot of their stuff private, especially their kinetics with suspension. Um, that's how I that's how I modeled my E92 is after Team Shermer, and uh, I respect that. Same with people who build custom wheels. Like I don't I don't really share my wheel specs too much on my E88s, but he gave me everything, and it's crazy to see. Uh, but we'll start with a couple notes that he sent over. It says the the chassis was completely rebuilt of all the axles, Shermer kinematics, all uniball axles, one cm wider centimeter. Wheelbase is 1cm longer. H&R Race Springs with the Nitron R3 dampers. Nitron, I think, is a really popular brand that they run out there in the ring. A lot of those cars like those suspension. I, I think that they suit the car very well. He has AP Racing monoblock six-pot calipers front with performance friction rotors and bell housing. Porsche 997 Cup 4-pot caliper rear with OEM rotors and bell housing. That's cool. A Porsche setup from a cup car, looks like. That's really cool. BMW Motorsport GT4 DSC ABS software with brake cooling. The body reinforced by full welded FIA roll cage from Shermer, painted racing yellow. The body is fully stripped out from these photos that I saw. I'm going to skip over to these. And the car is pretty much a rotisserie build. You put it on this thing where you can spin it, and they put the cage in, and then they just literally spray, they, they sprayed the whole car. That's dedication, man. To have a whole car taken apart and then sprayed yellow. You got to really like yellow. Sorry, my AC just turned on, if you guys could hear that in the background. It's like 95 in California today. It's rough. But they they did all this the right way. This is how a proper car... I can't imagine the cost on this thing. Uh, GT4 front lip with air duct, and I believe that he did color match it, which I've never seen a color match uh, GT4 lip before. I've only seen carbon or black which I think is really cool. GTS rear wing has the lightweight windows. That's cool. Aero catcher, a 100-liter fuel cell. So I'm assuming he can probably do a ton of laps at the ring without having to worry about gas running out. Motor has a BMW GT4 water pump, Bosch fuel pump, race water and oil cooler, underdrive pulley, race map, 436 BHP, Kropovich Evo exhaust, full setup, Drexler LSD, limited slip, Gearbox and final drive cooling system with SPA dual gauge. Has a KMP racing steering wheel, which I love. That's one of my favorite wheels. My friend Ashton has that set up and the, the clicks on the wheel. It's pretty much the same as this. Let me see if you can hear this. That's like my Fanatec wheel. It is exactly like that, but in your in your own car, which I think is so cool. 
For Carl SPG Carbon with Alcantara seats. Shermer seat brackets with runners. Recaro Pro Hans for racing. The Hans device, which holds your head still. Shaw six-point harnesses. Carbon doors, side and rear cards. Carbon floors and carbon footrest. Or just a footrest. Lifeline fire fr- Lifeline fire fighter system. Electric power cut. This is where it gets good. BBS E88's 10.5. 11 by 18. Black and gold sets. ARP wheel studs and nuts on it. And also... I said the HRE R40s in a similar setup, which both sets look great on the car. Let me see what else he has here. To finish that off, he has the he has plans for a um, PDU power management, life racing electronics, F88 ECU, D5 dashboard, and paddle shift. Gearbox will be changed from DCT to Tractive RD906 Sequential, and clutch will be Saks 4-plated race clutch. He says a follow-up podcast will be interesting once those are all done. So, Eric, my friend, you have a great, great car. Your car is done very properly. I'm absolutely blown away at the effort that pu- that's been put into the car, and I'm sure that Shermer is very happy with this one. I absolutely love the fact that it's yellow. You don't see yellow M3s often. And if you do, it's just a Dakar yellow car that's, you know, a rare spec. I saw one of my buddies bought a Dakar yellow E92. I just don't know how much it was. I'm going through all the photos right now. And he sent me so many in, in high res. Thank you. But yeah, this this build is sick. I'm I really don't know how when I when I first got my car back with the E88s on it, I was looking at yellow and gold. My yellow roll cage with yellow calipers and having gold wheels and it just didn't look what I thought it would look like, but I fell in love with it and I think gold wheels on yellow looks pretty good. The HREs look great on this car too. But regardless, man, that that's a proper build. That's a lot of money. I can't imagine how much that final uh bill was for all that and especially with going further with it. But if you're going to the Nürburgring and you're enjoying the car and you're having fun with it, it's I think it's worth every penny, man, because life is short and you got to build exactly what you want. He said that he started three races with this car, the Nürburgring Nordschleife. Says it's the most demanding track on the planet. He won all three, group and class winner. And my car was street legal at the time is what he says, which is awesome. And he has a bunch of trophies here that he put on his car. And it looks like it was raining. So props to you for doing that. I'm not going to lie. I'm in the process of getting ready to go to Germany to film a bunch of cars. And I hope I can go film Eric's car. Um, with what's going on in the world right now, I just I don't know when and I don't know the travel plan. But if you're watching this right now and you live in Germany or honestly anywhere in the world, if you have five cars within your area whether it's a porsche or a lambo or a fully built evo or a lifted truck that's crazy or preferably bmws please let me know um, if we can get five cars together i'm willing to go fly anywhere um, when i went to new york i did five cars there uh, when i went to seattle i did four cars there and i had a lot of opportunity in florida that i didn't get to do but um, especially if you're in California, but anywhere in the world, if you have you know a handful of cars that we can make separate videos on, and if you don't if you don't know what I'm talking about, I do feature films where I go and I 
meet up with an owner of a car. We find a cool spot in town and I walk around the car with you and I just ask you questions. What suspension do you have? What car did you have before this? Why did you go with this red interior? What made you buy this car? And I basically just do a feature film where we just talk about your car, we walk around it, and then I get some really cool cinematic video of driving through the town or just around the parking lot, wherever it is. I just want to make more videos of sharing the story um, to help people have more content to consume and enjoy. So I'm, I want to, I really want to push. I don't want to sound like I'm being lazy, but I really want people out there um, that if you really want more videos, I'm a hundred percent willing to do it. I have all the equipment. I have all the travel ability, uh, financials I can do right now. And I really, I don't want to miss this opportunity. I just want people to kind of let me know their input, um, not just on the videos, but on the F80 M3. So I think that's kind of where I'm going to end it right there. I think doing the first podcast in my house is, is good. I'm happy with the setup. Let me know what you think. If you guys can also check out Spencer Burt Garage, brand new website. It's all of uh, just articles I write on my products that I use on my car or my sim and a bunch of other stuff too. I share a lot of luxury houses on there and just kind of whatever I feel like writing about because I enjoy writing. So if you guys can, give a thumbs up, subscribe, and I'll see you next time. Peace, everybody. Thank you for watching.